Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. What's going on, Steelers Nation Radio? It is high noon on a Friday afternoon. That can only mean one thing. It's time to go inside the electric factory here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes. It is the Steelers Blitz on SNR. Yins already know the drill. If you don't, you should by now. On this program, we've got a decade of NFL experience and a really good head of hair. It's up to you to figure out the rest. But the way you can get started on that is by getting at us. We'll take your questions, your comments, your concerns, and your reactions. As always, on the website formerly known as Twitter, you can get at us at Wesley Euler at the Body 52 The Body. And Arthur Motes, it is a Friday, and not just any Friday, but a victory! Friday is the Steelers once again, not for the faint of heart, but all is well that ends well. 20 to 16 at home on Thursday night against the Tennessee Titans to move to five and three. Now with a couple extra days off to get ready for the Green Bay Packers coming to town next weekend. But that is for next week's conversation. Arthur Motes, a W. You and I discussed how pivotal it was. It sounds funny, but man, there is a big difference between five and three and four and four in the National Football League. I think particularly when you look around the scope of the rest of the division as well, too, and how the Ravens are playing and how the Bengals are playing. Needed that one last night. Wasn't pretty again. Wasn't for the faint of heart, but you found a way like you have consistently to just get it done. Professor Motes, your opening statement. Yeah, man, for me, man, I looked at it like this. We know our modus of operetta. I think I said you said right, our M-O. Man, that's a big word. And that's a fancy phrase. And the way that it really has to operate is we win the turnover battle. We execute and hit the routine plays that we're supposed to hit, and we rely on our defense. And when you look at last night, that is what transpired. We did get offensive output a lot earlier than we're accustomed to, but as a whole, the theory still held true. Can't turn that ball over, which we did not. Defensively, we got to be good. We got to win up front, right? Our pass rush bailed us out at times. And as a whole, when we had to make certain plays, we did. Open and drive. We talk about, about the, the two field goal drives that we led, and then you think about the ending drive with the Deontay Johnson touchdown. We have never talked about that many scoring drives transpiring over first, second, third, and fourth quarter under Matt Canada or Kenny Pickett's time. 
Period. They scored to start the Period. game, first drive of the, and of the game, yeah. and, 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 and first drive of the second half, yeah. and then to end it. So it's like, we can't say that we've never seen it now, because for a fact, we all saw it. And that's the part where I'm like, this is what we've been preaching. All right. Some of us have been preaching. It turns like the patience is just kind of like sticking with it. This is why, because you can see. It's not about who can or can't. It's about just the consistent execution of the routine plays. Same calls, right? We saw the same Tampa 2 versus a receiver running down the middle of the field. Deontay Johnson mm-hmm. last week, Calvin Austin this week. We missed both of them. Cool. For different reasons, though, right? One was a drop. One was a missed throw. Still is lack of execution. But as a whole... We know the system isn't broke. We know there are plays to be made, and we know we have the talented enough people here to do it. Now we just got to continue to see consistency, 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 because that's the name of the game, right? Anybody can do it once. And that's the thing why I was really impressed with Will Levis also. I know it's going to be people that aren't able to fully appreciate what he did because if you appreciate that, they look at it as we're diminishing Kenny. I think you got to draw a line in the sand and pick nah, one, right? Right. I'm like, yo, you can acknowledge both and appreciate what both did for what the context was with both quarterbacks. I thought Will Levis did some pretty impressive things, though, man, if we're talking as a whole. Yeah, I agree. And that's one of the things where it's like, man, it was just good information across the board. JPJ, Broderick Jones, right? We're seeing all these different things that took place out there. But as a whole, I'm like, man. This is huge. That was one of them games that find out how we respond. We failed the test last week for Jacksonville. Obviously, we had some context with that, the injuries and stuff. But as a whole, short week, we got to have it. I don't care. Make it work. That's that's exactly where I was, too. Mm-hmm. You are right, man. I mean, it started in the first quarter, and it's still going on right now. The Pick your number eight at quarterback, and let's have a war about it. Levis versus Pickett, and who's better now, and who would you rather have? And I mean, this, like, that, and it was to the point where it was like literally every single throw. I'm every like, bro, throw, are we going to do this the whole game? Every <laughs> throw is being dissected yeah. like it's a line at the presidential debate two mm-hmm. weeks before the election. Seriously. And I, listen, it is what it is. You can love it. You can hate it. You can be indifferent on it. That's just going to be the nature of how we're going to react. And by we, I mean the Steelers fan base and media at large, not you and I specifically. Mm-hmm. That's how we, or maybe you people, are going to what react you people? to every throw, to every quarter, to every drive, to every moment for Kenny Pickett the rest of the season. It, it, it just is what it is. I've, I've given up on thinking that's going to be any different. It was low-key yesterday. Like, they shifted from the, we're going to micro-analyze every Matt Canada call, to now we're going to micro Every every Kenny snap, yeah, every single snap. Last and maybe there will be time to do that throughout the stretch this season. No, there's never a time where you need to microanalyze every single single snap. I'm unless you are in that film room watching it with your position coach, your head coach, your coordinator, or you're doing self scouting. There is zero need to be watching well, and evaluating and drawing. Excuse me, Arthur Boats. I have an all-22 yeah. access code, yeah. be- okay? Because when you try to evaluate off of every single snap, that shows me that you have never done this thing at a high enough level. Well, I pay because for you- my all-22 <laughs> subscription, and I tell you That's the you part what. that killed me. I'm like, yep, you can tell y'all never done it before because y'all will make a, a absolute statement off of something in the first second. I'm just like, how do you get that conclusion off of that, Dude, <laughs> I don't I, know, but I, I love own, I love and hate Steelers Twitter at the same time because if you just showed somebody no context the mm-hmm. feed right, you would read through it and you would be like, oh my god, 
The Steelers are a disaster. They can't block anybody. They can't run the ball. They can't throw the ball. They mm-hmm. can't tackle. They can't cover anybody. Uh-huh. And then what? And then you'll look and you'll be like, oh, they're down three points in the first quarter. <laughs> and then wait till the fourth when they win. They'll be like, oh, this team's going to the Super Bowl again. They got the best quarterback I in the world. I wish I cared about anything in life as much on, as Steeler man. Twitter cares about every single snap of on, every man. single game. Yeah. You could look at it with no context and be like, oh, my goodness, the world is burning. Yeah. And then and then look at what's going on. You'd be like, Oh, oh, it's a three point game in the first quarter. What are we what are we, we what are we having a meltdown yeah. about? For me, it was never the purpose of last night. And again, maybe we will you and I do a radio show. We have to talk about things. We have to have an opinion. And yeah. you know, that's part of it. But for me, last night specifically, I did not go into that thinking, all right, well, this is it for Kenny Pickett. If he can't put it together this I mean, how hey, many hey, times hey, are we hey, gonna say hey, that? Hey, if he can't no, put no, it no. together Wes, this week, oh, Wes, he's done. Wes, wait a minute. You didn't. You know, we do the Q&A live. Shout out to Charlie Batch. Yeah, you, you know, and he's Chuck. part of pregame, so he was down. He was doing our interview. Mm-hmm. And uh, live audience, we had somebody come up with a preconceived notion. Oh, no. Fire Canada t-shirt. Love C-Batch. C-Batch don't hold no punches. He said, he no, doesn't. lady, come back. We're going to talk about this. Oh, yeah. It was one of the ones of like, so you come in here with your mind already made up. We firing Canada today. And why is that? You already got your mom in it. He's going to suck today. And why is that? And now you suck, You expect us to say this is still his nation? This is how we supposed to be supporting our team? It's like, come on, man. Canada looked dope out there yesterday. Did he not? Uh, he, was Did also, he not? He was also pretty fired up on the sidelines you know? after some but, touchdowns. But it's kind of like. I thought you, he called a great game. Right. But, but if you one come call in, at the end there, maybe not. But I thought but, he called a great game two weeks is, in a row. It's like if you're coming in with this mindset. You're going to look Then for, it's like, bro, yeah. how is that going to be conducive to this team playing you're, better? People talk so about right. why the team responded, how they responded. It's like, oh, it's the energy and the atmosphere you're felt so, different. You're so why right. Why do you think it felt different? Because y'all were actually supportive. Y'all weren't coming in with the narrative. scored a touchdown to right. start the game, and everyone was like, all right, right. let's go. Let's have e- some fun. Even though they still had two, three announced right afterwards, right? They did, yep. Just a week ago, it was the same concept. It was just flipped. The week before that was the same concept. It was just flipped. But it's like, you can see. If your mindset is one thing, you're going to make everything fit that narrative. And that's why you've heard 100%. the narrative word come up multiple times with me surrounding the offense, Kenny Canada. Even today, the narrative has shifted from it being Canada's fault to it being Kenny's fault at times. But either way, it's like, no, nah, man, everybody's part of this thing for the good and for the bad. We can't minimize or maximize somebody's involvement in this. I think we just have to take it for what it is. And I think. That helps us appreciate it more. Absolutely. And again, like, this is a results-based business. We have to analyze. We have to have an opinions. We we have to evaluate these things as they go. But for me, last night was not about, oh, is this the last chance saloon for Matt Canada? Mm-hmm. Are we going to really find out if Kenny Pickett's the guy or not tonight? In, what, start number 21 in his career? Forget the first 20. Forget no, no, the no, next no, no, 20. No. We're going to find out Wes, tonight. Wes, they literally, you said it's start number 20. They're asking for an absolute evaluation. How can you even have a sophomore slump or leap if you've only played 20 games? Just math alone, 17 plus 17 equals how much? Oh, dang. Don't worry about it. Is it over or under 20? We'll make it simple on you. It's 34 is your answer. So for me, that's the (laughs) other part. It's like, why is it that we try to draw absolute conclusions on a player that hasn't even played two full seasons worth of football just yet? And then at the same time, why are you trying to crown a guy that's played two games? Or kill a guy that's played you two games, too. It's like... Because you saw that. Yeah. There were a lot of people crowning Levis last night, too, but there were a lot of, oh, well, he threw an interception, the loss right. of the game, he's a bum. I'm just like, 
if you're narrative based, that, you're going to walk in with that type of energy and you're going to leave with that type of energy and you're going to be very misinformed, unfortunately. Not to get on a soapbox and not to like do the 30,000 foot view thing, but that is just unfortunately sports in a nutshell right now. Oh, yeah. Everything's a narrative, right? Mm -hmm. uh, LeBron James is either the greatest athlete that has ever graced the planet or he's a bum who's not even fit to tie yep. Michael Jordan's shoes. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Bill Belichick is the greatest football coach to ever patrol the sideline or he's a cheat, he's a fraud, and he yep. can't do nothing without – like there's never any middle ground with anything. But I think last night could have been the night that we can at least admit to or at least allow some middle ground. It's a Thursday night. What You and I said this on Wednesday. I think we both, when we gave our predictions, mm -hmm. we both predicted the Steelers to win a low-scoring game. We said we don't – on Thursday nights, on the short week, I don't care what it looks like. I don't need a Mona Lisa. Mm -hmm. Give me my two-year-old's art project that's a bunch of paint splattered on the page as long as it's better than her classmates and she wins the award. Come on now. Like – Last night was less to me about let's dissect – and we we need to talk about the run game and how great they looked last night. We need to talk about the rookies, particularly Broderick Jones and Joey Porter Jr. and Keanu Benton, all who had fantastic mm -hmm. games. And that stuff – again, that stuff matters. But last night, what really mattered was W. Was – Victory! Victory! Because when you're on a short week, it's never going to be a Mona Lisa. Hey – I do realize, what was it, 2018 or whatever, 2017, mm -hmm. when Ben Roethlisberger went out there and threw for 57 touchdowns against the Carolina Panthers on a Thursday night? Okay, maybe occasionally it is a Mona Lisa, but 95% of the time on those short week games, it's going to be ugly. Yeah. It's going to be low scoring. There's going to be... There's going to be plays and mistakes and moments that both teams went back. There's going to be penalties. There's going to be injuries. We saw all that last night. Steelers had a chance to put it away. They couldn't. Titans had a chance to go down the field and win it. They could. It was never going to be perfect. It was never going to be easy. It was never going to be for the faint of heart. What mattered was walking out of there five and three, and you found a way collectively to get, way, to get that done. Find a way. When you're able to do that, man, it's a lot easier to critique and criticize Kenny Pickett missing on throws after a victory. When you're sitting here at five and three, when y'all say that we can't score, our point differential is the worst and all these other things for a team that has this type of success, it lets you know that we are not doing what everybody else is doing. And the sooner you can adjust your lens to what we're trying to do here, you'll actually see Kenny is doing exactly what we need from him, exactly what is being asked of him. That's the thing we're on right now. Will he get better? Sure. Will he improve? Sure. Will we continue to see growth? I'm hoping we will. Be better. I mean, you know, yeah. but that's the NFL. That we can say that about every single player. We said about Broderick. Everybody. It's like Broderick. You look good today. That looks better than what you did in the preseason. Why? You got to be getting better every time, right? JPJ, you keep getting better every time, right? Pat mm -hmm. P. You haven't been continuing to get better, but we need you to continue to get better, right? Mm -hmm. Deontay and you GP. know what I'm saying, like, yeah. So Jalen and Najee. Right. We we focus on the quarterback. And we talk about him as if he's the only one that's dealing with this. But literally everybody is doing it. Everybody. It's just that's the quarterback. So he's the easiest position to talk about because a lot of people see it. So everybody has an opinion. On and it. it's the first time we've had to truly evaluate or have right. an opinion on a quarterback in 20 years. So everybody's like overzealous. Because I mean, by Ben's sophomore right. season, everybody knew he was the guy. Yeah. <laughs> so mean. it's like you got all of this taking place. So, yeah. 
everybody's going to feel hyper, you know, one way or the other. Or you got the ones that want to be the ones leading the charge. The first one to say yeah. a guy is great or is not great. So they everybody could be wants like, to be Neil Armstrong yeah. and plant their flag on the on the yeah. moon of the take of I told yes. you so. Yes. That's <sighs> human nature, though, man. It is human nature. And again, part of it is the ecosystem that makes us all love sports so much. I'm I'm not naive to say that like people shouldn't. You're you're emotional. You're a fanatic. Yeah. You've got strong opinion. It's the it's the emotion that sports stirs in all of us. That's right. why we love it so much. I don't want to downplay that. But last night again, to me, down the stretch here, there's going to be moments. There's going to be games where you're going to want to look at the offense as a whole and individually. You're going to want to look at the defense as a whole and individually. You're going to look at some of the coaching decisions mm-hmm. as a whole and individually. But last night. On a short week, banged up, was not the time for me to do all that. It was the time for me to find a way to get it done. And that the Steelers did, 20-16 to against the Titans. And I want to talk about that run game. Let's go to break here because I don't want to. I don't want to short this as well. Too um, a lot of talk about another fourth quarter game. You know, game winning drive for Kenny. A lot of talk about another just you know Herculean performance from this defense at, at times. But man. That run game last night, it hasn't looked like that. Well, since maybe last season when yeah, the Steelers seriously. finished 7-2 and two down the stretch. Uh, we'll give some numbers. We'll give some opinions on what Jalen, what Najee, what that front was able to do. Talk a little bit about Broderick Jones making a start at right tackle. Mm-hmm. As Surprise start. Well, I know. How about that? Uh, tell you what, maybe some of those coaches do know what they're doing after uh-huh. all. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll continue to take your tweets, your questions, your comments. We got them rolling in. Keep those coming here on a Friday. We'll have some fun. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. A little Victory Friday action here on the program. Victory! Turn up. We always enjoy this. Listen, when the Steelers play on a Monday or a Thursday or, you know, what was it, during COVID? Wednesdays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, one of them days. It throws the week into, into flux, into chaos. You got to kind of cram a it's five like, day. It's like early weekends. Yeah, yeah. you, you got to cram a five day work week into like three and a half days, and then you you know the next day you're on like three hours of sleep, going back to work, you know, finishing up your your responsibilities, and then going back to work and all that. But when the team wins. It's much more fun than when the team oh, loses. Thousand percent. Spoiler alert. Thousand percent. <laughs> and uh, we do enjoy, for all the hustle and bustle and as chaotic it can be at times, when the Steelers play on Thursday night football once or twice a year, the Friday show afterwards is always a lot of fun. We'll continue that here. Got a bunch of tweets. We'll get to those as we roll along. But Arthur Motes, we got to talk about this Steelers run game. Ooh. I. It, it was really a run game partner it was really a run game you know what that <laughs> was really a run game you know what i <laughs> was really really happening no like it was really a run like usually we say this still is run game and we're saying like it's a, a figment of our imagination it's like a fairy tale it's like we're talking about tinkerbell or the tooth fairy santa claus you know what i mean or the easter bunny it was like no the mariah carey outside of christmas time 
you're right. Where is she outside of Christmas time? You're right. I don't see her yet. Wait till after Thanksgiving. She'll pop up. You're like, yo, Mariah's still kicking. She's still here. Okay. October 31st. She's yeah, getting bro. fallen out. Absolutely, bro. But you're right, man. We actually had a ring game to address and talk about. So, every every talk about it. You know what I love as a you know someone who does this 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 radio hosting thing for a living. I mean, you're pretty good at it too. If I if I well, say so, I appreciate that. Only as good as your co-host, right? Oh you're only man, as, you know I'm dead weight. Just as, let me just drag as, me along, you're only man. As good as the team, the team, you, you, the team. You just dragging me along for the for the you know for we're the like, style. We're points. like an offensive line. We either have success together, or we fail together. Mm-hmm. There is no in between. Bad boys for life. Uh, we ball. I love it when an eye test, an eye test matches the numbers, the stats, the analytics, whatever. Yes, right? I see where you're going. I love it when you look at the numbers and they match what your eyes. I saw. see what you're doing. I love it when your eyes, what your eyes saw, match what the numbers are telling you. And that was the case for the run game last night. You saw it from Jalen Warren. You saw it from Najee Harris. You saw it in the big moments. You saw the physicality and the way they were able to wear that Titans front, talented Titans front as well, too, down. Motsi, when you when you watch it last night, you knew it was a big part of the story. And then when you look back at the final statistics here, it paints the picture of the final story. Mm-hmm. Jalen Warren, 11 carries, 88 yards. Talk that 30 talk. That's an Eight yards per average tote for Jalen hey, Warren. Hey, hey, hey. Eight yards hey, a carry. Hey, and I still love that little run he had on Edmonds where he stepped in the hole, went around him, burst oh. up the side. I say, yo, that twitch. That that twitch. When are we talking about twitch? He also punished some people out there, too. Like Hopefully not in the get fine variety. Yeah, you got to be careful. Hit him, but don't hit him too hard. Funny you said that. We went to break last night in Max. I'm serious, bro. Oh, geez, there comes another fine. No, for seriously. Moore. Like he's lose his third game check of the uh, season. And, and, and the problem is they keep repeat offending. Uh, he's a repeat offender, so they keep. So now he's under the spotlight. Yeah, triples yeah. and doubles, but it's the gift and the curse of who he is. Small guy, compact, but extremely powerful. So why are, why is he getting fined? What they're saying is he's utilizing his helmet as a weapon. Correct. And yes, he is, but. At the same time, he's a very small guy. So is he use, is he really utilizing as a weapon or is that his best line of defense to protect himself in those situations? Both things are true, but that's ultimately why they're finding him. And for a defender, I get it because this is the issue. I'm engaged. I'm up top. Mm-hmm. I come off of that thing, bro. I ain't got time to be looking down to see you coming with your helmet at my chin off of these blocks and that's the thing he's hitting DNs and D tackles who are coming out of being engaged and it's like it's he's, great and he's low low right? he's so, got so leverage for us, he's got leverage for days I mean, look so for Jalen in our offense this is great but imagine if that's TJ getting hit like that if that's Cam getting hit like that we like bro you're going to kill or really hurt one of these cats hitting them like that bro because you're literally loading up almost like a snake and you're uncoiling helmet first at that chin so that is why but the flip side is if he doesn't do that and he tries to just stand there and sit back with his helmet out of it, it's going to get ran over. He's going to get cranked. So yeah. that's part of the gift and the curse of his size. But this is also this league, and that's why we say, like, it's certain things that, yeah, you know how to execute fundamentally, but physically you're not capable of doing. I can tell you how to block as a left tackle in this league. I can tell you, like, the best stuff. I can't physically do it because I'm not six seven with crazy long arms, 330 pounds with twinkle toes, you know? So it's certain things that I would do that would be deemed illegal, even though that gives me the best chance of being successful. So for Jalen, it's a very similar scenario for him right now. Sure, sure. And it sucks because he is a willing participant in protection. 
He's not turning on oh, any he's smoke. Not, he loves a little. He loves a little yeah, contact, Petey. I love that, but he does have to figure out a better way to execute those blocks. Me personally, I'm saying to myself, stop headshotting. Because if you notice, even though he's coiling, he's aiming chin as his target area, aim chest. Bigger mass, now it's also not going to have the same effect. Hence the reason why for Jalen, you go headshot. Because, hey, as a player, you're going to stop when that helmet is coming at your face like that, bro. When that thing hits your chin, you're like, yo, all right. <laughs> okay, I'm awake now. I felt that one. Is my jaw broke? All right, now I want to kill you. Like, that's real, man. So even though, like I said, him being here is why we feel a little bit more sure. disdain towards guy, the penalty. You love it. Yeah. yeah. But I'm like, I, this is how I felt when we would play Hans and I'm in Buffalo and I'm looking at Hans crack back on people outside. I'm like, yo, that's crazy. That is insane. But then I remember being here when Juju hit perfect. I'm like, yo, Kelly. Let's go. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that's the duality of man. Like, if we be real about it. <laughs> So for Jalen, man, so for Jalen, that's how I feel. I'm like, man, this time I'm seeing him bop some people. I'm like, yo, that's beautiful. But, bruh, that's kind of crazy. Prime example, one a person I would like for him to actually look at, look at D'Angelo Williams when he was here. Okay. D'Angelo Williams in Pass Pro. Watch how he would lower his target. He was still folding guys up, but he was hitting them chest and gut shots. Now, granted, D'Angelo had a little bit bigger frame also, but that was one of the things that he did to lower his target to keep him from getting fined. Sure. Still very effective. You still saw him crush some people. Elbow, too. You hit him in the chest, you hit him in that gut when they ain't looking at rib shot. That rib shot is just as effective, can do just as much damage as the head shot. I can assure you that. I've got the ribs to tell you. Everybody's like, yo, can you play with bruised ribs? What that feel like? Oh, I know what that feels like. It sucks. Not good. <laughs> okay. It doesn't feel good. Not good. There's no structural damage. Just have some bruised cartilage. Oh, well, thanks. Oh, thank, thank, thank. have you tried thanks. breathing? <laughs> so, And then getting hit for 60 right. minutes again? So I'm like, it's certain things that Jalen will have to adjust his game to in that vein. Otherwise, the, what ends up happening is you treat him as your fast release guy. Whenever he's out there, he's never going to be blocking. If a guy blitzes him, you fast release him, and the offset is Kenny, just dump it off to him. So now it's going to make those defenders not blitz him because they feel like they got to cover him instead. That's the offset. You think of guys like Darren Sproul. You think about some of these smaller backs in this league or even some of the dudes like Shady McCoy. You know mm-hmm. he won't trying to block nobody. So it's like, you know, okay, if he's not trying to block you, that means I'm going to have to get ready to cover him because he's going to release right now. Kansas City does it all the time. All the time. They're like, bro, I'm not about to have you try to have this running back block this linebacker and he get beat up on Mahomes. Nah, fast release him. We'll clear it out. If he blitz, Mahomes can get rid of that. He can get rid of that ball faster than you can hit him. And if you run over there with him, well, now I got what I was looking for, anyways. Sure. So sure. those are some of the offsets. Those are some of the adjustments. So we do got some options with it, but that is why specifically Jalen keeps getting hit. It's like, bro, like yeah, <laughs> you know what you're doing, bro. You know what you're doing. He might be. Uh, yeah. He might be hearing from the league offices. We'll keep an eye on that one as the week rolls along. They don't like that repeat of finish stuff, bro. They do not. They do not. 11 attempts, though, 88 yards, 8-yard average. Also, you know what I love, too? The balance of that, Najee Harris, 16 carries for 69 nice yards and a 4.3 average per tote there. And a touchdown. And a touchdown. Get the big big man man involved, man. Touchdown, too. And one of the things that I loved specifically about that last night is you and I, Wolf and Max, Dale and Matt, Anybody and everybody in between in this building, in that building, and at the newspapers, at the TV stations, 
we all talked about how the Steelers needed more explosive plays from their offense this season. And a lot of times you think of that as the big 40, 50, 60 yard throws down the field. Mm-hmm. How about last night, Jalen Warren with a 22 yard run, mm-hmm. Najee Harris with a 25 yard gash. Explosive, man. Explosive. Runs of 15 plus, man. Those are huge, huge. We got multiple ones and they look very different, right? You talk about Jalen Warren's it was explosive, sexy, fun, exciting. Almost got an end zone. You look at Najee's big, powerful, bruising. Fits who they are. But I do feel like we we use them really, really uh, well in terms of just situationally. Even though at times you can see Najee not wanting to come off, right? It's like, yo, we're doing this for a reason. Because 30 does give us the best ability, play in and play out, to have this offense moving and to legitimately have threats. But more importantly, to allow Kenny to have a safety net. You look at some of those dump-off throws he was making to Jalen Warren in the flat. Those were big pickups that turned into be eight, 10-yard games. I was going to say they all 8.3 you know? yards per average for Jalen Warren on his receptions. Like, I look at those throws. I look at the quick throws to Deontay Johnson on the perimeter, the screens, the noun passes. Those are all low-risk, high-reward, get your ball into a playmaker's hand that has a high probability of making a guy miss. Those things like that are sustainable. Those things like that are easy for Kenny for his confidence and for the stats because them 10, 15 yards, them 10s, 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 they add up. But more importantly, I liked it for Canada because it really showed, once again, in-stadium adjustments. I know people don't give him a lot of credit for this. We see it. It's not always executed. But his adjustment was this. I'm taking shots with Kenny downfield. Mr. Calvin Austin, he missed a couple drags. He missed a throw here or there, right? So the response is, don't keep calling those and we're trying to see can he, can he, can he. Mm-hmm. Get him the low-risk, high-reward, easy throws to get the confidence rolling. What did we start doing right after we? I think it was right after we had that last miss from Kenny in that first half. It was, bro, quick pass to Deontay to the right, quick pass Deontay to the left, quick pass Jalen to the right, quick pass Jalen to the left. It was like, yo, quick hit, quick hit, quick hit, quick hit. He, I think, no, so not to interrupt oh, you, you, you. I think he threw two passes the whole night that were further than seven yards yeah, down the yeah. line of scrimmage. That was the response because we saw he missed on a couple of those throws. So you can keep calling them, and we keep playing the game of. All right, is it Matt Canada for calling this? Or was it on Matt or is it on Kenny for missing this? Is it on the receivers you know? or is it yeah. on the receivers? It's like, yeah, we could play that game, or you could just say bump that. This is what we know will work. Let's get this ball into a playmaker's hands. And it doesn't work as well if that's Allen Robson or if that's George Pickers you're throwing it to like that. It needs to be a Deontay. It doesn't work as well if you're throwing it to 22 out the backfield like that. We saw. Sure. Versus when 30 got the ball out the backfield like that. 30 and 18 can take what should be a two-yard reception okay. and turn it into a seven-yard reception. Sometimes it should be a loss. And those, <laughs> are, those, those are those hidden yardages yeah, that, that mean matters. a lot. Because now instead of it being third and just disgusting in terms of eight plus, ten plus, it's manageable. It's fives, it's fours, it's threes. That is way more conducive to us being productive on possession downs. And if you look, the numbers even reflected it. Is it perfect? Absolutely not. But we know where we were last year and the before the bye week this year. So it's like we're seeing that improvement. We're seeing those upticks in production, not just in the intent of the call, but also in the actual execution and the separation and the throws and stuff like that. Sure. So that's the part for me where I'm like, this thing is getting there. It's taking a little bit of time, but it's getting there. Absolutely. But I mean, we, but the, we also can't flip our expectations now because of last night either, and get all crazy, right? Yeah. Well, you mean we're not going to go for two twenty on the ground next Sunday I, against I, Green I, Bay? I heard that we was going to win the Super Bowl now. Well, that's just 
that's the standard. Okay. Is the standard. Listen, Motsi, we don't sing the Here We Go song before every game without I, thinking about going to the Super Bowl. Pittsburgh's going to the Super Bowl. They come in with fire and we suck and we're going to lose. And I, I love it. The duality of Steelers Twitter. I'm watching and I I'm like. I love it. Are y'all, I hate it and I love it's it. It's like, are y'all more excited about us doing well or are y'all really excited to say like, oh, Kenny isn't good or, well, it is better. It was like, yo, we look for reasons to just be negative. I feel like on game day, it's like, all right, we can't boo this guy. We're going to talk about him then. We can't talk about him. All right, we're going to talk about this guy then. It's like, yo, what? Like, why is that? It is your time. Allow man. me to speak for all of Steelers Twitter for a second when hey, I now. just tell you, Arthur Motes, no matter what happens, we going to get these tweets off. This is also true. They'd be like pre-saved. Well, listen, good, bad, ugly, win, loss, we going to get these tweets off. The, f- the the full picture, too, is just marvelous for the run game. 166 yards on not 47 attempts, Mm-mm. 30. 5.5 yards per carry. That's varsity. Of course, the touchdown run as well, too. 30 for 166, going for five and a half. Per uh, per rush, that's that's big boy running the football. That is, again, I think the most encouraging thing. And I told you, I don't want to nitpick a lot from a Thursday night game on a short week. It's about getting. It's about finding a way to win. But a big part of them finding a way to win was that rushing, uh, you the, the tandem of of Warren and Harris, and obviously the five guys in front of them, putting in the best performance I think they have all season. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that, man. Absolutely, big time. One of those guys that was on that offensive line moving some bodies was Broderick Jones. Want to talk about him? Be same to shame. Want to talk about the fam, Joey Porter Jr. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Keanu Benton. I tell you what, the Steelers' top three draft picks, I thought, had themselves a night last night and played a big role in that victory. We'll get to that. We'll get to some of your reaction. We'll keep it rolling here on a Friday. We'll do a little show me the money in the show next hour money! of the show. It's all... Actually, you know what? How about this? Here's what we're gonna do. Oh, can right. I, I? I guess it is a West Host day. So you, you, I can, you know when it's on again, your day. I don't. I don't dictate. But I like to have I just, your opinion. I just sit you know? here and I just. I just. You know, I'm in the car. I like the round. I like the round table. This thing. Um, why don't we do show me the money next? Okay. And then we can open the second hour with more time to discuss those rookies. How about right, that? That way right. we're not pigeonholing anybody. That sounds like a plan. That sounds like a plan. So when we come back on the other side, show me the money. Show me the money. <laughs> it's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Feeling victorious here as we round out the first hour of a Friday, just hours after the Steelers take down the Titans 20-16 at Akrasher Stadium. Uh, It was a early 3 a.m. before I got home. (laughs) <laughs> and a early nice uh, and early yeah pulled into the driveway at like 303 you couldn't be late to work this morning if you was out at three <sighs> think about it he was already up man i like it honestly i don't even know if i get really the coffee sl- just keep it going i man. don't even know if i really slept honestly um got home at about 303 went right to bed girls woke up at about 615 so got a nice three hours of sleep but you know what i ain't going to complain because i got another hour hour ish in here with you and then I'm done until Monday. Let's go. We got a full day in Morgantown tomorrow. Woo. 
to have myself. Are you, you going to take them country roads? I'm going to take those country roads, mm-hmm. and I'm going to have my weekly recommended dose of adult fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not Let's too go. much. Let's go. Not too little. Let's go. My my weekly recommended mm-hmm. dose of adult fun and entertainment and cold soda pops. Got to have some cold soda pops. You know that. Well, Motsi, one thing that, you know, if you're looking for some cold soda pops this weekend, you can make a little soda pop change. Oh, what you got from? How about that? Every single week with a little thing we call Show Me the Money. Show Me the Money. Show Me the Money. You know, we got to get that paper. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time first to recap how we did last week. You remember... We started out hot this year. This is true. By we, I mean me. But I always like to do the collective. We are a show together, okay? Maybe I should start running these picks by you as well, too. Uh, started you know, out hot. I just hop in the car with you, man. Don't even matter. I'm in the car. Let's go. Started out hot this year, then had two back-to-back losing weeks. We're 14 of 14 mm-hmm. on the year coming into this past week, all right? So that was a big one this past week. We went two and two last week. Yeah. yeah so yeah. now sixteen and it's sixteen. Still, still sitting at five hundred. Yeah. Not making any extra soda pop money, but not losing any mm-hmm. soda pop money either. We're enjoying ourselves okay. along. You know, we're just here for the fun. We're enjoying ourselves along right, the right, way. Right. Uh, I took the Texans minus three to lay the points against Carolina. Uh-huh. The Panthers won as home dogs. Got their first win of the season. Their first win for Bryce Young. Uh, stick with the Panthers. You'll be hearing from them again in a minute. So Ooh, I took an L on that one. All right, all right, all right. Mozi, I told you, Patriots, yeah, they're going to lose to the Dolphins. But they ain't going to lose by 10 points. Belichick, Couldn't lose. Belichick knows Couldn't these division teams. Uh-huh. They're always close games. What yeah. <laughs> they lost by two scores. The Dolphins covered. So I took an L on that one, too. No. Thanks, Belichick. Thanks a lot. What I did Doing tell you though, what I did tell you though was I don't understand the Bengals being underdogs against San Francisco. I realize it's on the road, but them Bengals are hot right now. Uh huh. So I'll take the five and a half. Didn't even need the points though. The Bengals won in San Francisco as the Niners all of a sudden looking extra human. Let's go. Let's three, go. Three straight losses for the uh, for the for the September Super Bowl champion. Well, remember, as long as you have a great coordinator or head coach that's offensive minded, you can never lose. I'm told, Just score it's, 30. I'm told it's all on the coach and the coordinator, yep. and, and they can, uh, you know, they can win with it, anybody. It, it, it is that matter. simple. It is that simple. Uh, Bengals won straight up, even as five and a half point underdogs out there in the Bay, out in Santa Clara. So I took a W there, and it all came down to the Lions to cover against the Raiders. I said minus seven and a half. That's a lot of points to lay in the National Football League, but the Lions took care of business, beat Vegas by double digits. Cost some people their jobs there too in the process. Uh, yeah. So that a little higher wing firing. That uh, <laughs> that that's cold blooded, bro. If you think about it, it's real cold blooded. Cold blooded. But then again, you heard the rumors though. I did hear the rumors. If you're dressed up like the boss man, you deserve to get fired. That's where I'm. You going can't be well. dressed up like the boss man and you y'all can't not winning dress like that, bro. Up as your boss, I'm sorry. And not if y'all not winning like that, you can't do it, man. Nope. Yeah, can't do it. You can't do it unless like the boss is your dad. Or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't do it. Yep. You can't do it. So the Lions rescued me and uh and salvaged a five hundred week. So we went two and two last week. Fourteen and or sorry, sixteen and sixteen now on the year. Let me update this in my notes app here real quick before I forget and I have to guess and go back next week. Sixteen and sixteen on the year. All right, moment of transparency, moment Uh-oh. of honesty. Oh, here we go. What you got from me? I love the slate of games on Sunday from a fan perspective. Do too. I know it's a dope Sunday night game. 9.30 a.m. Uh-huh. 
Chiefs and Dolphins in Jolly Ola- or sorry, in Munich. Yes, Germany. In Munich. Did I say, no, you just about to give me the wrong accent. In Deutschland. Yeah, don't Was give me that. Salas is Deutschland. Thank you. Mein Haus is dein Haus. You know what time we on. Ah, wunderbar. Mm-hmm. Lichtenstein. Oktoberfest? Mm-hmm. 9.30 Sunday morning. Chiefs, Dolphins. That'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. 1 o'clock. Them fighting Geno Smiths. Ooh. Against them fighting Lamar Jackson. They said they rode him off. We ain't right back, though. Geno, Lamar, Seattle, Baltimore. Good 1 o'clock game. Mm-hmm. 4.30. Mm-hmm. The rivalry game that once split the Steelers blitz in half. Eagles-Cowboys. <sighs> Two pretty good teams this year. I Always mean, a fun game between those two. I like them two. better when they were the Steagles, personally. Heated rivalry. When they were the Steagles. That's at 4.30, and then at nighttime, Buffalo and Cincinnati. They said Cincy's still talking over there, too, man. We're going to find out. We're going to see what's sell up. Sell them tickets or whatever Joe Burrow we're was gonna saying. We're going to see what's happening, man. We'll find out. So a juicy slate of games to sit down and watch as a Steeler fan who's already got a W in your back pocket on mm-hmm. Sunday, right? But the, the honesty... I don't, I don't love this weekend's slate of games in terms of getting that paper, in terms of show me the money. There weren't a lot of spreads that I loved. There weren't a lot of over-unders. Even I looked at some of those that I, you know, that caught my eye. Yeah. I only got two picks for you this week. Okay, okay. That's okay, it. Okay. Just two. Okay, let me hear what you're talking about then. Let me see what you got on your plate. So I told you that the Panthers would be back, right? I told you bookmark that. We'll get back to them mm-hmm. in a second. They're playing against Indianapolis. You know what that game is? Hmm, let me hear it. The Frank Reich revenge game. Give me the Panthers to stack a second win in a row. Two and a half point underdogs. I'll take the two and a half points. Okay, okay. But I'm going Panthers plus two and a half against Indy in the Frank Reich revenge game. That's a bold move. It's a big, bold move. That's a bold move. Colts win by one or two. I'm still in business. So I'll take the Panthers plus two and a half and the other one. This is the part where, uh, you know, can you uh, can you go out in the hallway for me and not? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh no! Oh no! You kicking me out? Oh lord! Our listeners oh, aren't gonna like lord. this either. Here he go. But I've been telling you guys for two weeks now. <sighs> Here he go. The Bengals are hot. Oh, they gosh. got the bye week. This is what they do. They've done this the West last two years. Wes is a Bengals lover, ladies and they gentlemen. They stink out loud. They t- they smell like that nasty cheese. Loves Joe Burrow. That moldy cheese that they sell at the fancy cheese West stores. Wes loves Skyline Chili. They stink out loud in September. Wes said his favorite place to visit is Cincinnati, Ohio. And then they start to figure it out in October. Wes likes to vacation in Kentucky so he can go to Cincinnati. And then by Halloween, they hot. He said his favorite color is black and orange. Oh, that, that threw up in my mouth a little bit. I thought about the Flyers. I can't believe you, man. The Bengals, minus two, two-point favorites against the Bills. They win by three or four. Give me since I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Give me Cincinnati, I, minus I, two. I, I can't believe you, bro. They hot. I can't believe you. They hot right now. I can't believe you. I know, I'm man. sorry. I'm picking. I know, I'm sorry. I'm You're picking. not my friend. I'm picking against. I thought you were my friend. You're I'm not picking against friend. the wagons, all right? I'm picking against them, the circle know, the wagons you themselves. You think there's a Bengals circle of wagon better than a Buffalo? No, Bengal no. goes, meow. Don't nobody circle the wagon, man. You know that. Gosh. Disappointing to you today. But Joe Shiesty looking awfully shiesty again all of a sudden. Well, we're going to find out. We're going to find out on Sunday night. 
So I don't feel great about either of these games. I'm being honest with you. I, I'm excited to see what it looked like when, when when that thing come back in there. When that blue and that red and that white come back in there, we're gonna have plenty of time. You know, when that blue red and white get back in the saddle, let's see what's happening. We'll do one of those global shows on Monday where we'll talk about the AFC North and all these other teams. I'm trying to see what it looked like. We're gonna find out what it looks like. I'm trying to see if it's a few days from now. I mean, a lot of people talking about. I want to see if it's real or not. That's all. I ain't lying to you. Don't feel great about it, but I still gotta do something. I mean, they said something. One way to find out if it's war. Go to war about it, then, man. Let's go find out real quick, man. All they right. talking over there real right. spicy. I'm just trying to see what's happening, man. That's I ain't going to talk about it. I'm going to be about I'm it. I'm just curious. You know, I like to find out, Wes. <laughs> you feel me? I mean, curious. I just got to investigate. Why not? All right. Scooby Doo the boy there. One time. Really? Okay, let's go find out. They say they, they say it's hot over there in Cincinnati. Well, let's go. I will go check some temperatures. All right. So we got some temperatures to check this weekend. We're going to find out. Something. Temperature check weekend. We'll find out. Like Steph Curry pulling okay. up from midcourt. Okay. Heat let's, check. Let's go see what's happening. Heat check. They got a lot they got to say over there. I want to see what's up. Let's see if we speak in the same language. Panthers plus two and a half against the Colts. I'll take the points there as I think the Panthers have a really good shot to stack a second win in a row after getting off the schneid last week. And the Bengals, I will lay the two points against the Buffalo Bills. Those are my picks of the week. Show me the money. Show me the money! On the other side. We're not going to have an other side because Wes is not going to make it out That's of his exactly break. Right. Since he picked the Bengals, it's personal. <laughs> it's personal. No, Mouse, please. No, it's I'm personal. Sorry. I didn't mean I did it. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.